You're listening to Faith with Friends podcast, where we talk about faith, relationships, and spiritual growth. Welcome to our circle and the conversation where we seek to know God and make Him known. Now, here's your host, Lisa Lorenzo. Welcome back, friends, and welcome to 2023. 2023. Wow. Today, we are back for Therapy Thursday with Dr. Lydia. Good morning, Dr. Lydia. Hi, good morning and welcome to 2023. It's amazing. We have survived and thrived and we are pushing through. Yes, we have. What do you normally do at the beginning of the year, Lisa? I sleep. No, (laughs) at the beginning, (laughs) you know, at the beginning of the year, I always sit down and review the past year and make my list of quote unquote resolutions or goals. And my goals are usually the same. (laughs) I think everybody's (laughs) goals are the same. I need to lose weight, need to eat healthier, need to pray more, need to read my Bible, need to, you know, maybe it's starting a new podcast. Maybe it's starting a new business venture. Yeah. And I think that that's, we're all on the same page. I think post Christmas, after all those wonderful, delicious, traditional goodies, whether it's cookies or, you know, grandma's traditional meals, home cooked meals that start on Thanksgiving. Wow. A lot of people want to lose weight or like you said, some of the same goals, some some repetition. Um, So today I think we're going to talk about setting goals. I think this would really help people to just make some reachable, attainable, specific goals. What do you think? I think it's a great time of the year to do that. And I think I have a few scriptures too, for us to meditate on before we start this discussion on goals just so you can really set your heart and your mind in the right place. The first one is Philippians 2 verses 3 and 4. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interest, but looking each of you to the interest of others. Why do I start there? Because usually our goals are (laughs) self-focused. They're not other focused and they're not God focused usually. So I think that's a good place to stop. As we start asking people to think and make a list, consider God and consider others. Well, I think that's a great place to start. But I also want to say that if you have a health goal, you taking care of yourself is serving others. Yes. Okay. Because if you're right, I think about when you get on a plane, and they tell you to put your oxygen mask on first before you would put on the oxygen mask of those who depend on you. Right. Why? Because oxygen goes quickly. And if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of others. That is a way for you to be able to serve others. That And that is godly for you to take care of your body and Absolutely. take care of yourself so you can therefore serve others. So I think it's really important that we are, that you're able to discern, that you're able to make that, that that difference, you know, but it's God honoring. Right. I think this year, the difference should be not only God honoring, but how many times have, have, I'm going to say, you know, people make the same goals. Like you said, maybe every year we say we want to lose weight. Maybe every year we say we want to get into the Bible more, maybe every year, you know, so there's a pattern there. How can we make this year a little bit more special? How can we make those resolutions stick rather than um, kind of, you know, fall through the cracks. 
I think focusing on our goals, writing them down, write them down, make a list of your top five goals or your top three goals, make a list and ask yourself, are these things God honoring? Are these things God glorifying? Will these things make me healthier spiritually, physically, mentally with relationships? Are these goals going to help grow me to be the person that God's created me to be? And I think first Corinthians 10 31 says, whatever you do, whatever you eat or drink, whatever you do, do it for God's glory. So thinking about that, setting our goals and inviting God into your goals. Like as you're going to sit down and make your list, ask God to help you. Lord, what is it that you want me to focus on this year? Where's the areas that I need to grow and be more intentional this year? And then as you make your list of your one, two, three, four, five, whatever you have, top goals, Dr. Lydia would say, make the list short, right? You don't want to have a list of these are the 100 things I want to accomplish this year. That's great. But Let's start small and very focused, but I would say, write them down. Think about what actions need to happen for you to accomplish each of those goals. Yeah, that, that's great. And I think it's great that we start with honoring God, but we take an inventory and figure out what, where we want to start. And you need to have accountability because if you make these goals all by yourself, it's so easy to just forget about them, tuck them in between the pages of a journal or forget that you even started them or, you know, get, get lost in other things. So it's important to have accountability. So after you have had a long, hard talk with God about them and then researched on your own where you want to begin. And I think we all kind of have an inkling that we know and the Holy Spirit points us in the right direction. I think it's important to have a good support system so that you're accountable someone that they can hold you to it so that if, if you slip or slide, or if you end up not really following that someone can say to you, Hey, didn't, didn't you say that this was your goal or come on, let's go walk a little bit more. Or, um, you may want to, you may want to think about that choice before you act upon it. You know, like we need that support system already in place. So if, what do you think about that, Lisa? I think that is so important to have somebody that holds you accountable. Somebody will pray for you, pray with you and really help you move forward. And I think you brought a great tool today and I can't wait for you to share it. What is our new tool that we're going to introduce and teach our listeners this morning? Smart goals, smart goals. Remember the word smart, S-M-A-R-T. And smart starts with S. So we're going to start with specific. The more specific you are, the more clear your steps will be to get there. Right, Lisa? Right. So thinking about why do I want to accomplish this goal? Will it make a difference in my life, in the lives of others? Who am I making this goal for? Our goal should be for ourselves and for God. But if I lose weight, like you said, or if I become healthier, then I'm giving a good example to my children and I'll be here longer for them. And and what are my goals specifically? And like you said, look at, what do I need to do in order to do that? So if it's, if you want to get closer to God, then your three things underneath, number one, get closer to God. What do you need to do? It's not going to magically happen, right? So you need to be intentional about maybe waking up early, looking up a Bible plan. Like you said, ask a partner to read with you. You get into a Bible study, but yeah. there's some really great apps out there. So yeah. You have to be specific, definitely. So that's the S in SMART. The M in SMART is 
measurable. How are you going to track your improvements and success? Measurable. This is the end part. So how can we track that? How can we make sure that we are making improvements? Yeah, we have to have a way of evaluating. um, Am I reaching my goals? If I'm just saying, I want to be happier. Well, that's great. But you can't really measure that and evaluate that on a yearly basis, other than just looking back and saying, was I happy or not? But if they're specific, I want to spend time with people that I love. And how is that measurable? Then you can look at your calendar and say, I'm going to schedule in a lunch with my friends or a prayer meeting with my prayer partners. It has to be measurable. How are you going to measure? If you're going to lose weight, not just I'm going to lose weight, but I'd like to be able to lose a pound a week or a pound a month. That's exactly the specific and measurable goals that will help you to maintain so that you can keep track. And when you're keeping track, it's it's like a vicious cycle in a positive way, positive feedback. Exactly. Because you'll see that, hey, okay, here's my goal, my end goal. If I want to get across the river, what are the stepping stones in between right. so that I can get across the river? And when you set those up, then becomes more doable, more measurable so that you can, we can move into the next one, which is achievable in SMART. So we have specific, measurable, and now achievable. So achievable, attainable. This is make a plan. Dreams become goals when there are plans attached to it. Now, I bet that you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, okay, you lost me. I'm out. (laughs) Some people don't put this much thought into their goals. Some people just say, hey, I want to lose weight. I'm going to look great by the end of the month. I got that little dress I want to wear. I got that thing I want to go to. You have to have attainable, achievable goals. And what does that mean? That means that you do have to make a plan. Your dreams can become your goal when your plan is attached to it. So now is when you have to sit down. Now is when you have to sit down and you have to look at your calendar. You have to fit time in for it. Mm. And I think the attainable is a good time to review. Is, Is the goal that I'm setting, is it only dependent on me and the Lord? Because if you're setting a goal, for example, my goal cannot be, I'm going to have a closer marriage. My goal can be, I'm going to make an effort to be more available to my husband. I can be more loving, more kind. I'm going to be intentional in my marriage, but my goal can't be something that, that is outside of my control. I cannot control the other person or other people. Make sure that your goal is within your ability and your reach to achieve it and not somebody else's, because you'll probably fail if you're trying to set a goal that somebody else has to accomplish. Like if we can't meet our own goals, how are we going to get other people to meet our goals? It's not going to work. So make sure that your goal is attainable by only you. And of course, with God's help. Yeah, we, we, that is a great point. Cause many times at the beginning of the year, we're thinking, oh, or at the beginning of a relationship, we're thinking, oh, I want to change my husband. I want to change my spouse. I want to change my friends. I want to change my, we don't want to, well, we, we can't change our friends. We can't change our spouses. We can't change our husbands. We have to change our own behavior. We have to be careful because if we are in an abusive relationship, this is not healthy. Yeah. Um, And we have to, this is not for you. These kind of goals. If you're in an abusive relationship, or in a place where you are being hurt physically, mentally, or you're being abused, then this is definitely not for you. That's a whole other animal. And I think that you will never be able to change someone who is an addict 
you will never be able to change someone who's abusive, no matter what you do. And a lot of times the victim in those relationships, they think, oh, if I could just clean my room better, if I could just do a little more, if I could just be better at something, then I'll be able to change them. They won't hurt me. They won't hit me. But this does not apply to those relationships. I do want to say, if you haven't heard our Faith with Friends podcast, episode 60 and 63, where we talk about how to change our husband, you should go back (laughs) and listen to those because those are two great episodes. And I'm hoping this year in February, Dr. Lydia will join us to talk about how to change our husband's (laughs) Which ladies, you already know the catch. That's the hook. You already know the catch. And the catch is you can only change yourself only with God's help. Because I always say, I can't even change myself. How am I going to change other people? So now we have specific, measurable and attainable or achievable goals. What's right. The next one is the R in smart, which is relevant. Okay. We want to make sure that your goal is still something that you want to be working on and that it's doable. You want to make sure that it's relevant. So for example, if you want to be more social, you want to make sure that the goal is relevant to the steps toward that goal is relevant toward being social. If you want to lose weight, the steps toward losing weight is relevant toward that goal. Right. I think it's a good time again to review how do these goals align with my objectives and what matters most to me? Because if you make a goal that really doesn't matter to you, you're going to fail because it's not going to matter. And if it's not attached to your who, what, why, where, then you're going to slip. You're going to fall. That's not going to be something that you're going to work hard toward that you towards that you're going to sacrifice, make sacrifices for, because it's not relevant to your life. Correct. And the T in smart, which is the last one. So we've gone over specific, measurable, attainable, or achievable, relevant. And the last one is timely know how much time you need to accomplish your goal. And I think that this is where people make the greatest mistake. For example, at the beginning of the year, everyone thinks they're going to lose 20 pounds in 20 days, but that's, that's not very timely. That's not realistic. So timely is really be realistic is what it's saying. Yeah. Yeah, Like maybe your goal could be to lose 20 pounds in a year. Mm -hmm. And that's still a hard one. Cause I got to tell you, if you're over 50, it's not easy. And those are the goals that we want to make. We want to make sure that they're specific, that they are measurable, that they are attainable and achievable, that they are relevant and that they are timely. And let let me go back to relevant real quick, because maybe at the start of the year, you may have like 20 things you want to do. So you got to prioritize. Relevant means like you got to prioritize and you can't do all 20 goals. You got to pick your top two or three, you have to be realistic. Relevant is realistic. Relevant says, okay, I really want to do all 20, but what can I realistically do in a year? What can I realistically do in six months? What can I realistically do in a month? You know, so you're gonna have to break it down. Some of them are going to have to be more important than others. And then you pick those most important one or ones and you work on those first. Yeah. And then you give yourself grace and mercy. Amen. Yes. And let's define grace and mercy. Grace is undeserved forgiveness. Okay. And sometimes you just have to have a little undeserved forgiveness when you're making goals. Maybe you didn't achieve it all the way, or, or maybe you've got detoured, but you pick yourself back up again and you get, and you get back on the horse and mercy is not punishing yourself, not giving yourself the punishment that you deserve, which means 
a little bit of grace and mercy helps and goes a long way. Of course, this does not apply if you have a serious addiction. If you're finding yourself that you've gone from uh, drinking a couple of drinks, uh, you're a weekend warrior, and now you have legal problems, or you're finding that instead of paying the rent, you're, you're looking to buy alcohol or drugs, then, you know, you're on the other side. You're, you need to seek professional help. Same thing as if you're in a relationship that has crossed the line and barrier to trust, there's already physical abuse or emotional abuse, then you've crossed the line. You're on the other side. You you need to seek professional help. And if that's the goal that you need to make this year is to seek professional help. Well, then, then that is the great thing about this. There's a new hotline now, 988. It's a national hotline. It's a suicide hotline prevention that you can call and you can seek and you can get some help. You can also call 311 in Miami-Dade County, and they're a resource hotline. Um, If you have insurance, most insurances, or if you have a job, you have employee assistance programs. And in the state of Florida, you can also call uh, my counseling services, Lydia Martinez at 786 Five six five six nine one six. I have a very highly trained staff that does Christian counseling. And if your values align with our values in the Christian counseling network, you don't have to worry about that. The next step is to try to seek and get some help. Yeah. And don't wait. Don't wait. Today is the day. Start today. So let's just make a quick review. When you're going to set your goals, I encourage you to sit down and pray with a piece of paper and a pen and ask God what matters most, what matters most to me, what matters most to you, and then consider these goals. What are my spiritual goals for this year? Don't skip that one. We always go straight to losing weight. But I think of that verse, what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world, but loses his soul? Our number one goal is to be closer to God, to know God. So consider what your spiritual goals are, what your goals are for your prayer life, for your time in God's word. Are you attending a Bible believing church? Do you have friends that are Christians that you walk through this life through? Write down your goals and then write down one or two actions that need to happen in order for you to attain those goals. Think about spiritual, physical, emotional, and relationships because we weren't meant to walk through this world alone. And if you're feeling lonely, if you're feeling like you're not connecting with people, then ask God to bring you somebody that can help you to be a friend. And the best way to have a friend is to be a friend. So write it down and keep it in a place where you'll see it. Like Dr. Lydia said, we don't want to make our list and stick it in a journal that we're never going to see again. Get a three by five card or a little post-it note, put it by the mirror where you brush your teeth in the morning so that you're constantly reminding yourself, I got out of bed, I brushed my teeth, I'm getting dressed, I'm running out the door. But my goal was to pray for five minutes every morning before I leave. Let me stop for a moment and do that. Keep your goals in front of you, someplace you can see them. Take those small steps that you can take. And when you mess up, you forgive yourself and you start over again. But again, the easiest way to change yourself is to trust God and to ask God, invite him into your goals, invite him into your daily life, invite him into your heart and your life, because he is your helper and your friend wherever you go. Yes. And he has given you a helper, the Holy Spirit. And who would want the best for you, but God, right? Who would want you to be your best version of yourself is God. And if you are doing, and you are aligned with him, then 
well, who else could, could make sure that they would, he would set you up with what you need. So I think that's a great place to start. And I think it's a great place for us to end today as well. Uh, you want to close this out in prayer? Yes. Thank you so much for joining us again, Dr. Lydia. I look forward to a year where we are focused on our goals of doing everything we can for God to help us to remember that in our hearts, humans plan their course, but God establishes our steps. So Dr. Lydia, as we walk into 2023 with our goals in mind, which is just knowing God and making him known, I want to take this moment to say to all of our friends how excited we are and the work that God is doing in each of us individually together and hopefully in a community which is faith with friends and therapy Thursday. So thank you, Dr. Lydia. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Lord, for everything you do for us, how you take care of us, how you love us, how you, um, you're just so incredible. I pray Lord that you would continue to give us the strength and the guidance for discernment so that we make good decisions. The kind of decisions that would be pleasing to you would be healthy to us. And Lord, I pray that those who are listening would be able to lean upon you, lean upon the Holy Spirit, open their hearts and minds so that they make the kind of goals that would be healthy, attainable, achievable, that they would be realistic, and that they would be done in a timely fashion. Lord, I pray and I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for this medium to be able to reach other people uh, for protection and guidance. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us for today's Faith with Friends podcast. We hope you will like and subscribe as we continue the conversation. Follow us on Instagram at Faith with Friends. If you enjoyed this podcast, would you forward to your friends so our circle will continue to grow?